All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPolcito, and the Celtics fall to the starless Nets 115-105 in a game that they were leading by 28 points. Yes, there was a 38-point turnaround over the course of today's game. Uh, probably the most embarrassing loss of the season. Uh, you could probably take the word probably out of that statement. It was the most embarrassing loss of this season. And I'm going to include the Thunder game in there when we got absolutely smoked. Uh, Cause this is a game where coming out of the gates, it didn't look like this was going to be remotely close. Uh, it looked like the Celtics were going to absolutely walk away with this one. They're, they're up 37 after the first quarter. Uh, I'm going to follow today's podcast. Same as usual. I'm going to run through play of the game and run through some of the highs uh, followed by some of the lows and kind of, uh, wrap up talk about the Eastern Conference again but this the first section is going to be short there's not a lot of good to take from today's game you know player of the game Jalen Brown uh, overall solid 35 points five rebounds four assists three steals a block uh, 15 of 27 from the field three of eight from three the only flaw in Jalen's Brown game all uh, all day was from the free throw line he was two of five Outside of that, Jalen Brown played 43 of the 48 minutes and was phenomenal in pretty much all of those minutes. Uh, he came up with a couple of huge baskets. He had one bad turnover at the very end that you know hurt the Celtics, but wasn't something that wasn't done over and over from this team. Uh, overall, he kept the turnovers you know fairly low considering how much time he played and how much he had the ball in his hands. Overall, solid game from him. Outside of that, you know, the the only other guy that you can look at and be like, okay, he had a good game is Derek White. You know, he had 16 points, four rebounds, three assists, six of 10 from the field. Overall, solid. Really solid. Uh, this game is just as frustrating as it gets, right? Because the Celtics came out, again, we're up 37-15 after the first quarter. They looked unstoppable. We were in the bonus with 8.48 left. Uh, we were 7 of 7 from the free throw line. We defended at a very high level. Granted, you know, the Nets missed a ton of shots. But the Celtics defended at such a high level. They were doubling when they needed to double. They were getting their hands in passing lanes. They were getting out in transition. They were doing everything right. They played Celtics basketball for the first 12 minutes of today's game. And it went downhill real quick, real quick. Um, honestly, I don't really know where, where to talk about positives in this game outside of, you know, the fact that Jalen Brown played pretty well. Derek White played pretty well. There were times where Marcus Smart was playmaking at a very high level. We saw Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum at times uh, have a couple of really, really nice backdoor cuts. So we saw guys moving. And then all of a sudden, second quarter, when the Celtics were up by 28, we got lazy. We stopped backdoor cutting. We stopped playing defense at the same intensity that we were in the first quarter. And things just kind of collapsed. 
Uh, so I want to talk through some of the negatives here. Before we dive into that, though, I want to take a quick break for word from our sponsors. We'll dive into a very lengthy second half of this podcast, talking through some of the negatives. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilizes the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus back. Download the app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so got to talk through some of the negatives here. And obviously, defensive intensity was the major issue in this one. you look at the way that the Celtics just let the Nets get whatever they wanted. Second quarter, we got outscored 40 to 27. Third quarter, we got outscored 34 to 20. That quarter, on top of poor defense, we also just could not put the ball in the hoop. Scoring 20 with the firepower that we have is just unacceptable. And then we got outscored 26 21 in the fourth. So you take away an outstanding first quarter, we got smoked absolutely smoked in this game and it was tough to watch it was tough to watch because honestly like you look at some of the stats in this game the celtics outperformed the nets in a couple major areas so it's really tough like we shot six percent from the field better than the nets we out rebounded them 48 47 Right, we had more fast break points, twenty-three to nineteen. We had sixty compared to their forty-two points in the paint. Like the Celtics did everything right. On it, looking at the stat sheet, right, it just did not translate whatsoever. Turnovers, major killer. We let up twenty-one points off of their nineteen turnovers, off of our nineteen turnovers. Uh, we also scored 17 points off of their 13 turnovers. So it's not like that was super one-sided, but this Celtics team simply could not stop the Brooklyn Nets. Like you've got 
Finney Smith, Cam Johnson, Miles Bridges, Mikhail Bridges, not Miles Bridges, Dinwiddie, absolutely going out there and killing us. Mikhail Bridges in this one, 38 points on 13 of 22 from the field, four of six from three. He was eight of nine from the free throw line. Cam Johnson, eight of 10 from the free throw line. These guys have, Cam Johnson specifically, has absolutely no reason to be at the line 10 times. No reason to be at the line 10 times. This is And this is a game, like he fouled out. Like he had six fouls in this one, 31 minutes, and he had 10 free throw attempts. So on top of him fouling a bunch, he also got fouled a bunch, apparently. But there's no reason to be following him. He's a shooter. He's not a guy that's going and driving into the lane, forcing contact a lot of the times. Like he's a big body. He can do it, but that's not his game, right? And the fact that the Celtics just let the Nets walk all over them is, it, it honestly, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing after being up 28 to see this outcome. Uh, one of the big issues that I take with this game was play of Jason Tatum. And I know this is a, a sore topic for a lot of Celtics fans at this point, but he was terrible. Like you look, you're going to see 22 points, 13 rebounds, five assists, a steal, two blocks. All of those numbers seem fine, right? They seem good. Like those are good numbers. However, 10 of 23 from the field, 0 of 8 from three. This is This is where the issue comes into play right? He was 10 of 15 from two. So when he was aggressive, he was great, right? When he was aggressive, he was great. He had a couple of excellent plays in transition. He had a couple of good backdoor cuts. And I talked about that in the first half. He's relying far too much on the three-point shot. And he's frankly, it's just not shooting well from three this year. Like he's not shooting well from beyond the arc at all. And this is why I said it when he was named to the all-star or to the um, three-point shooting contest. I don't understand how it's even possible. The guy is shooting 35% from three. He's under the league average. And he just goes out there and just chucks up three after three after three. This is a game. The Celtics shot nine of 30 from three, 30%. 33 point attempts Honestly, in my opinion, it's too low. A lot of people, that's a sore topic also. I'm sure a lot of people would disagree with me on that. They want them to shoot even less. I disagree with that notion. If you take Jason Tatum's numbers out of that, his O of eight, the Celtics shot 40% from three. Those are good numbers, regardless of how you look at it, right? 40% from three, you're winning a lot of basketball games. The Celtics, just by quarter by quarter here, four of nine from three after the first, right? You keep that trajectory. It's pretty good. Pretty good for the rest of the game, right? Seven of 17 at half, right? So that means they went three of nine. Again, 33% lower than you would like to see, right? We went on to shoot two of 13 in the entire second half. That's it. Two of 13. So it's not like we took a bunch. We just didn't make any of them either. This is the Celtics not playing the Celtics basketball that got them to the top of the NBA. And I know this is a a very jarring topic for a lot of Celtics fans because a lot of them will say, you'll live and die by the three. Well, for the majority of this season, for your, you know, the 45 wins that we have, 
We've lived by the three. Whether or not you want to admit it, whether or not, you know, you'd like that brand of basketball, that's when the Celtics play their best. It's when guys are aggressively driving into the lane, kicking out for open shots. Tonight, we didn't do that a lot. We relied a lot on ISO basketball. Jalen Brown did it, you know, so I'll, I'll knock him a little bit. But fortunately for him, when he was doing it, he was hitting those shots, right? Jason Tatum, when he was aggressive getting to the rim, he was hitting those shots. Derek White, when he was aggressive, he was hitting his shots. Derek White was 6 of 10 from the field. He was 0 of 4 from 3. He hit every single shot that he took inside the arc, right? And three of them, his his first six points of the night, his first three baskets, all of them at the rim, every single one of them, were like easy layups because the guy was just blowing past, blowing past his defender. Like we have the personnel to run that drive and kick game all day long. And at a point, the Celtics got complacent, stopped going to what was working, and you see a 28-point lead turn into a 10-point loss just like that. Snap of a finger. This was it's just it's it's ugly. It's really, really ugly. You look at the 19 turnovers. I've said this a bunch of times. 15 is pretty much that sweet spot. Go over that, you're struggling, right? But when you add in turnovers to just poor three-point shooting, and honestly, frankly, like just poor performance from Jason Tatum, you're in trouble. You're in real trouble. Like he also had four turnovers in this one. Some of them were just boneheaded plays. Just bad, bad plays. You know, this Celtics coming into this game beat the Nets 10 straight games. You know, this was a Nets team that had James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. They swapped out James Harden for Ben Simmons, right? Still solid trio when Ben Simmons actually plays. He didn't again tonight. Uh, but now they've lost all three of those guys. Ben Simmons is the only one remaining, and he was even hurt tonight. So this is a Brooklyn Nets team that if you look on paper, like it's fairly mediocre. Like I love, I love a lot of these guys. Finney Smith, really like them. Cam Johnson, meh. But Mikhail Bridges, love them. Claxton, love them. Dinwiddie, love them. Royce O'Neal, love them. Right? Seth Curry, I wanted him. I wanted him on the Celtics. Right? This Nets team went from three stars to a bunch of really hard really hard playing uh role players essentially right and this was the Brooklyn Nets team go back you know 3 years before that whole Kevin Durant situation you know this was a it was a tough team to play against they battled this Brooklyn Nets team I don't, I don't really know if it's going to be the exact same uh dynamic as we saw 3 years ago prior to that whole Kyrie Kevin Durant debacle uh but you got to give the Nets some credit here. This was, you know, they came out. I don't know if Jock Vaughn just lit into them after the first quarter because that they were going to lose their 11th straight game to Boston. But they turned it on. They started hitting shots. They shot it at a better clip. They were getting to the free throw line. They were 21 of 26 from the free throw line today. You know, that's another thing that you can look at the Celtics. They're one of the best free throw shooting teams in the NBA. 
We were 14 of 20 tonight. You know, that's it's not it's not gonna get the job done. We were seven of seven, you know, after the first quarter. So to go seven of what's 13, seven of 13 in the remaining three quarters, it's not enough. And the percentage is horrible. Like that's less than 50% in the in quarters two, three, and four. So the Celtics didn't have it today. They came out, they looked great. They couldn't, they couldn't close. Uh, so I, that's it. That's where I'm going to wrap things up. I'm going to keep this one short and sweet because there's only so much you can talk about in this game. You know, the only, the only other thing that you can really look to is rotations at this point, but given what the Celtics were getting from some of their stars, I didn't really know what Joe would have done any different. There was a time where we were running out a lineup of Jalen Brown, Derek White, Peyton Pritchard, Sam Hauser, and Muscala. Three guys that, you know, Muscala, Pritchard, Hauser, that aren't aren't great defenders, right? Not great defenders. And we got smoked. But honestly, at that point, like you look back, who are you going to play? Robert Williams got hurt in this one again, again, hamstring tightness, left the game, played 19 minutes. They were 19 okay minutes. Didn't really do too much in that. Uh, did have three offensive rebounds, but again, you don't have him to go to. Al Horford played 34 minutes as it is. You can't. You need to go towards other guys. We opted to go for Cornette first. He played four minutes, and they were absolutely abysmal. In four minutes, he had two turnovers, and they were just balls that he couldn't corral. Like one, he went for a rebound and like tried to reach down low, and it just like went off his hand out of bounds. Right. So you take Robert Williams out of the game completely. Al Horford played a lot of minutes. Cornette went in and couldn't do anything. You needed to go to Mascala. Grant Williams, we saw with 17 minutes today, he was kind of terrible for the large majority of it. Decent defensively. Try he was in the closing lineup, but again, like you just didn't have enough. This might have been a game where I would have said you should have gone with Derek White more than we did. Only played 24 minutes in this one, and this is a game where Malcolm Brogdon didn't play at all. So I would assume you would play Derek White a little bit more, but he opted to go with Peyton Pritchard. That didn't really work either. So this is a game that really nothing worked. I'm not going to blame the rotations because nothing, nothing worked. Who would you have subbed in? Jason Tatum in the, you know, the... 10 minutes that he didn't play. Honestly, he was terrible. I would have sat him longer. I would have kept Derek White in a little bit longer. Right? But some of these guys, you got to try something new. You got to try to spark something. And it didn't work. Nothing worked. Uh, but that's where we're going to wrap things up for today. This is a tough podcast. It's a tough game to watch. Uh, if you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics guy. Uh, follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. I'm sure it'll be a little negative after today's loss. Uh, make sure to follow the YouTube page as well, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. And, guys, coming up, we have a little contest coming. One of our sponsors, Hopewell Hemp Farms, uh, is sending me a giant care package, a bunch of CBD stuff. Uh, so we are running a contest trying to get the Apple Podcast rating and reviews up to 100 
We're right now we're at 58. So I want a hundred, hundred ratings, hundred reviews. Uh, and we're going to start raffling off for free. It's not, I guess it's a giveaway, not a raffle. We're going to start giving away some of the free CBD stuff uh, donated from Hopewell Hemp Farms here. So do that, screenshot it, send me a picture wherever, and uh, you'll get entered into it. So that's going to start soon. As soon as I get the actual care package here, uh, I'll post on Twitter. I'll post on the Facebook page as well uh, about the contest and we'll kind of take it from there. But that's where we're going to wrap things up, guys. Have a great night, Celtics fans. Try to at least. We'll, uh, we'll talk soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who-